the Hill Country Patriot. He's a native Texan, president of the Fredericksburg Tea Party, a student of Ben Franklin and John Locke, and he's a Christian conservative political activist. He's a true believer in the principles that this country was founded upon and comes to you every day to guide, advise, and lead you to become involved in the greatest political experiment in the history of our planet, self-governance. We don't get fooled again. He's Matt Long, and this is The Matt Long Show. Good morning, folks. So happy to be here with you in a chilly, crispy, cold January 3rd. Yes, I'm here live along with Angela Smith. Good morning, Angela. Good morning, Matt. It is frozen out there. I'm telling you what. Yeah, the pumpkins, um, woo! The pumpkins (laughs) have just, I think they're done. Yep, the pumpkins, uh, there's more than just frost on the pumpkins. So, um... Yeah, hope you're out there um, getting all bundled up and uh, for the passing of winter here. I think winter should be done by a couple of days, and we'll be back into springtime in Texas. So um, how, do, how do horses do? A- Angela is a horse person. That's her business. So I'm going to ask her a question. How do horses do in this uh, weather like this? I mean, they're... Listen, I've got... Horses that are high maintenance and need a, a blanket on every single night and the, the works. And I've got a big, big boy that is low maintenance and he's got a, a, a coat that's three inches thick and just wants to be left alone. So and they just want it. And so they're kind of like humans. Yeah. Some of them, if it's below 55, they get whiny. Yeah. And, exactly. Uh, and uh, so there you go. I just always uh, always think about that because when you see those, I, you know, I mean, you see wolves or sheep or whatever you see. Well, I don't yeah. see wolves, no, but you but... see animals out in the wild and you think, how, what, do they cuddle up? I mean, uh, find places to burrow down. I imagine that wild horses would probably be all real buddy-buddy and, yeah, and get together. Yeah, probably get maybe... a little cover, maybe, you know, some brush or whatever, you know. But, but they're, they're horses... doing... He, one of my my big boy he just he just gets up under the cover and just hunkers down okay all right well there you go and uh folks we have um i appreciate uh, the uh, texts and uh, emails and phone calls i got last week when i suddenly disappeared on thursday and friday and uh and so appreciate uh, uh, a lot of folks reaching out to me and uh, no i didn't uh, even pick up my phone for about 5 days um, haven't checked my emails since uh, Wednesday. Um, I did glance at a few uh, email headlines this morning, but uh, that's about it. I think that that debt. I think that idea of Dead Week. We talked about this last week, Angela. Mm-hmm. Dead Week. I think that everybody gets a pass this last week. Well, I hope I hope they gave me a pass this last week. <laughs> you, we were talking about that on the way over this morning, and and Angela was was you know sometimes you just need that break between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah, no, yeah. So here we are. So we've had that break, and um, hope my voice makes it through today. I'm sipping on lemonade and uh, hot lemonade and honey rather than my regular caffeine. So if I'm decaffed um there's no telling what's going to happen in here today without uh without the my usual fix of caffeine caffeine we have lots of things happening um going into the new year um angela 41 days until primary voting starts wow amazing 41 days well i'm excited 
I am. I get pumped every time I talk about the the candidates that are out there. Yeah, we're going to spend some time talking about that, about why it's so important this time, this go around where we're at right now. And I promise not to say this is the most important election of your lifetime. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say that because they all are. Um, but uh, this one's important, and uh, we're going to spend some time talking about that and how how do uh, incumbents behave. Um, when it comes to re-election time and uh, how do you hold incumbents accountable. And and so we're going to go in all kinds of directions uh, today. We have on your calendar, though, Thursday, the next thing I have on the calendar besides is what it, tell me, is there something tonight? Yes. Okay, Uh, start there. Fredericksburg City Council meeting uh, uh, starts at six o'clock get there we like to get there early about five thirty. get a good seat uh, this is going to be a very interesting uh, meeting uh, Jeanette Hormuth has been putting together these affidavit signing events they've been going on for several weeks now prior to Christmas and then she had two more uh, after Christmas in which we were signing affidavits to cease and desist maladministration activity. Okay. Uh, these will all be the the mayor and the city council of Fredericksburg tonight, along with the city manager, will be served. Okay. Be served. They all right. Will be. Now, I'm not an attorney. Um, I've, I, I watched Rockford and Colombo a lot back yes. in the day. Um, so we'll see how all this works out. Um, I, I, all I can say about Jeanette Hormuth is man, God bless her. She has uh, decided to take on, she, she's found the burr under her saddle. Yes. She has found the burr under her saddle. That's what she does. And she is off to the races. Yes. And, um, I, I'm telling you, she should be an inspiration to all of us, to everyone out there. Yes. Um, that it doesn't take much. It takes one person mm-hmm. just to, to for it to be that upset or that bothered or what have you that I am going to deal with this. I'm going to take this on. And she doesn't deal with, she's not going to go to the Capitol for Second Amendment stuff. And she's not going to go to the, go to the, you know, uh, uh, she sticks with her issue. Yes. And she really uh, likes local. She's, she's, she is she works in Fredericksburg everything that goes on in Fredericksburg affects her and she's concerned about our country but she really is working local and if if you don't know what we're talking about here Fredericksburg the city of Fredericksburg has decided to take the arp of arp, arp of money money from the um, feds from the feds they are, have 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 uh, signed a, a contractual agreement um, in which they will take Fed dollars that are also tied to executive orders and invasive government overreach on all levels. But let's get to that. Let's go kind of backtrack to the executive order language. That language is uh, is new. Uh, you'll, if you talk to anybody that's that's in municipalities, have worked in municipalities, and are being truthful with you, they will tell you this is new language. This has not been in. Uh, the grants and such in the past. Right. Uh, and there's a lot of new things going on out there, as you know, when it comes to the jab and uh, medicine. And there's just it, everything has seemed to change. Well, this has, too, gone right along with that. And um, 
So Fredericksburg has signed a contractual agreement to take this money and any any work that they anything that they do with this money, any contractors, any subcontractors, money that's given to nonprofits um, will be um, held accountable to follow follow these executive, executive orders. orders if they come down the pike and yep. uh and then we're not even talking about the the minute the administration of what 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 that looks like right. to to hold these hold your your contractors your some contractors anybody that's working within your uh non your volunteers yeah your volunteers, volunteers. Yeah. So the city, by taking on this, this, uh, by taking this money, they have agreed to administer all of that. Essentially, yes. well, they would have to administer it right. because yeah, who else that's is going to. That's their... because there, there's going to be an accountability. Yes. At some point, somebody will pick up the phone and call the federal government and say, you know, there's a volunteer here who doesn't have a shot, who is working for a nonprofit, who got some money for the city, mm-hmm. and uh, everybody's supposed to have a shot who's tied to that money. And then the federal government will take a look around and, and you know, I, the pressure gets put on. Yes, it the does. volunteer will go away or 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 the Fed will uh, take their money back. Yes. And don't let anybody tell you that this money is being is coming from the state and that it's just being divvied out by the state. No, your municipality is signing a contract with the federal, federal treasury. Government. That's right, federal okay. treasury. I've That's, seen the language. Yep, we've seen the contract. Yes. We've seen the signature of the uh, city manager yes. on the contract. Yes, we have. All of that. We have copies of all of that. Yes. Uh, the word came down when this first started coming out. Uh, there was a someone in Kerrville, no, don't know who, it was an elected official in Kerrville that said, Look, this is all nonsense. This is an internet rumor. Then there was a, I uh, believe it was either the city manager in uh, Fredericksburg who said, who basically said all of this was a lie. Yes. He said, no, none of this is true, what y'all are saying. And then what happened a week later in the newspaper? Yeah. The newspaper uncovered the fact that it was, and this is a newspaper that likes the city manager yeah. you know i can't imagine them over there trying to put that article together going oh you got to be kidding me um but they had to come out in the newspaper and say that no in fact uh this uh this is all real yes and uh the city manager had his information incorrect so yes a lot of these a lot of these municipalities there you go either don't know what they're talking about or are lying to you Right. I've heard the same thing in Mason County. Yeah. Uh, Mason County elected officials saying, no, uh, there's not any problem with this. We don't have to follow that. When it happens, we're not going to follow it anyway. You signed a contract, dude. That's right. Uh, You're not going to get out of it that easy. So uh, anyway, that's what's going on. And we're excited to be there tonight to. So what See time our city served to to, uh, to support Jeanette? Folks should show up around five thirty. Get a seat. All if, right. If you want a seat, get there at five thirty. We want a lot of people there, and uh, there will be nonprofits there that are showing up tonight to to, to that have that have that filed, want that money. Yeah, filed to to receive some of that money, and we're trying to alert them to what they're getting themselves into. So, All right, super. All right, folks, we're running over time in the first quarter, so we're going to take a short break. And uh, when we get back, um, I'll complete the calendar. Y'all stay tuned.
folks. Thank you so much for staying tuned uh, Monday morning. And uh, by the way, I put these programs up on uh, turn them into a podcast every day. And um, sometime, usually early afternoon, I will get home. I will go to hillcountrypatriot.com, and you can do the same thing, by the way. Go to hillcountrypatriot.com, and you can hear today's show. They keep a week's worth of them up there. You can hear Harley or Lorraine um, on these. uh, They they stay up for about a week, and so you can go. If you missed it this morning, you can go this afternoon. In fact, I think that's the way my mom, if my mom's not listening live, she goes to Hill Country Patriot because she is like, she is prehistory, my mom is. And so podcasts were a step too far for her. Mm-hmm. And so she said, I'll just go to Hill Country Patriot. So if my mom gets interrupted or something happens in the morning, she will go to hillcountrypatriot.com and listen to today's program there. Um, I'll go there. I will uh, pull it down, um, or a copy of it down. I will take out the weather and the news, the things that make it tie it to the day, mm-hmm. and then I post it up. And it ends up on, on about seven or eight different uh, podcast sites. The most common ones are Spotify and Google Podcasts. Um, I look at my uh, numbers. And by the way, I'm, uh, I'm over, over a I'm over a thousand. I'm like twelve hundred now. Listens since I've started putting this up, oh, and awesome. so it's yeah. It's like a, a it's like a, a drop of rain in the ocean compared to other podcasts. Uh, but it real it was real fun for me to watch it go over a thousand about a week ago. Um, so Spotify, Google Podcasts, those are a good place to go and pick those up at the end of the day. Also, what I've started doing is if I mention uh, websites or links or something, and I did this last Wednesday with our guest, Jonathan Science. We had, uh, he mentioned a number of websites. I wrote them all down. I was taking notes. And when I posted these up on Spotify, on these podcast sites, I included all those links in the uh, description, the program oh, description. That's awesome. So I'm going to do that. So even if, um, you go, uh, if you listen to the show and you don't want to listen to it again, but you wanted to know what that website was, chances are I will put it on the description. And so you'd be able to find that at Spod, uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or any of Great your idea. other places there. Because today we're going to have one on there. Um, let's talk about, and this, is, this has to do with the calendar, by the way. In fact, we'll just spit it out there. Thursday, uh, January 13th. Uh, the Fredericksburg Tea Party has its regular um, meeting. Kickoff 2022. Kickoff 2022. We have uh, Gray Man, the Gray Man, who is our border security expert, um, has been a, a part of and coming to the Tea Parties and is a member as, uh, with our, our group, as well as uh, I'm trying to think how many times we've had him speak since 2009. It's, he's been there quite a few times. I, I'd say, you know, I'd say on average we've tried to get him there at least once a year. About once a year. At least. But I think we've, you know, sometimes yeah. those years just fly by like 2019. Yeah, so he he is, he does a lot of work on the border. A lot of it is in the brush, undercover in his, uh, I don't know, ghillie suit or whatever. <laughs> I, I am not military. I'm not making fun. But uh, he does hide in the brush. He is one of the people that works uh, undercover yeah, he's, yeah, he's for lack on the of ground. Work, boots on the ground on the border and um he brings back pictures stories 
et cetera, that you're not going to get anywhere. I mean, anywhere. Like anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah. And uh, we've had uh, even had points in the meetings where we've said, um, all right, you may not want to look at this next slide. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and and um, because some of the things some of the things we need to see that are happening on the border are the things we don't want to see things we things you can't unsee. That's right. And it breaks your heart. I mean, you know, what's going on down there should should break our hearts. I mean, and we, it should have been addressed a long time ago, but um, hashtag fire Abbott. Yeah. He, uh, he hasn't been too too motivated, I don't think. So this is a really great opportunity. Tuesday, Thursday, 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 January 13th, Fredericksburg Tea Party, St. Joseph's Hall, 212 West San Antonio. The meeting starts at 6. Dinner is served at 6 o'clock. The meeting starts at Mm -hmm. 6.30. We do our best to um, uh, conclude the meeting at 8. And um, I do my best to chase everybody out with a big broom around 9 because right. all you bunch of so everybody wants to hang around and visit. That's well, that's what that's the best time. I know it We're is. All it's really up good, and we've got a lot to talk about. And yeah, it's so much fun right after. So, so anyway, Thursday night, uh, January thirteenth. Tuesday, then January eighteenth. Um, Representative Andy Murr is going to be at the Hill Country Republican Club. This is a day meeting. It's a buffet meal. It's a club meeting. Um, you can apply online and become a member um, and just uh, RSVP for this. And um, here we go. They're having uh, vegetables, garden salad, bread, uh, bread uh, sticks, dessert. Um, it's going to be at the Crocs Center at um, Tuesday, January 18th. And uh, Hill Country Republican Club, if you go to their uh, website, hillcountryrepublicanclub.org, you will be able to find out information to go see your uh, representative, Andy Murr. And uh, this is great. Let's talk about incumbents and elections, Angela. Sure. So one of the things, uh, when a seat is open, all the candidates get out and they go everywhere. They're, I mean, you have them all, five or six of them are on the stage at the same time or Two or three of them, and they they smile and they talk to each other and they shake hands and 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 they you know answer questions and they do the forums and all this thing. But when you're an incumbent and you're running for re-election, what is Angela? Just give us a description. What what is a uh, what is the advice that an incumbent gets? Sure, sure. The advice that an incumbent gets is: look, you already have name recognition. People know who you are. You're you're gonna. You 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 have a history, et cetera. You have no business out there getting into a forum situation, or you really don't have to get out there that much and meet with people because then you're going to have to, you know, ask ask. You're going to have to answer questions. Yeah, yeah. No, the advice. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they pay people to tell them to do that. Yes, that's that's a consultant's advice. Yeah, a consultant would tell um, any incumbent, you don't need to get out there. Right. You've got a record. Yeah, don't. Do, in fact, don't, don't do it. it, it don't it, do it. It could hurt you. Yeah, it, yeah. The chances are it won't. It won't. It won't do you any good, and it could harm you. Yes. That is what. And listen, we're just not making this up. How many campaign consultants do we know? The list between Angela and me. Sure. The list would go on forever. All right. We know these guys, and uh, Angela has worked in campaigns. I have been on the sidelines in campaigns. 
and and we've heard all this language. This is exactly what they're told. So Andy Murr is following the advice of his campaign managers. He is uh, not meeting at uh, any of the events where West Verdell or any of his, uh, if he has other challengers, um, he has not appeared at any right. of those that I know of so far. And he has been invited several times. And um, I'm fairly certain uh, the Hill Country Republican Club did not um, invite uh, West Verdell to the Tuesday, uh, January 18th meeting. And so we'll, um, that is, uh, here's your opportunity to go visit with Mr. Murr at that uh, meeting. And so go check out hillcountryrepublicanclub.org and see what it takes to get there. And just a quick word. I want to say a quick word. We have amongst our members from day one, there has been discussions, arguments, fights, breakups. (laughs) I'm trying to figure out how far to take this. Um, over tactics. Would you say that's true? Mm-hmm. Tactics. And uh, usually what happens is you have someone or a, a, a portion of your organization that wants pitchforks and fists. Am I, does that description yeah, kind of make any yeah, sense? Yeah, I think when it comes to human nature, you know, it, it also depends on where you are in the process. You know, when thir- almost 13 years ago, I was kind of running around with a pitchfork. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. I was freaked out about where I saw our country go, and that was 13 years ago. So, did you put the pitchfork up? I, d- I eventually did. Yeah, it but it's still within years. reach, isn't it? It is. It's still within reach. <laughs> it's still near. The, I guess the point I'd like to make here is that when you have an opportunity, don't make the rest of us look bad. Go in there, sure. and I'm not talking about being a squishy Oh, you're such a nice incumbent, and we really like... I'm not talking about that, but I am talking about not going, and don't go and yell and jump up and down. Sure. You know, one of the things that uh, we have a hard time as activists learning is you ask a question and you let them answer it, and if we don't like the answer, right, Mm -hmm. one of the things we tend to do is get... We want to start yelling back. Am I uh, like kind of yeah. like Facebook? Facebook, right, right. I, I think you're right, Matt, and I think we get our, our emotion kind of take, gets the best of us sometimes, even in a public, situ- you know, public forum or public situation. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of I, I've seen I've seen really good. I've saw a, I'll tell you, I saw a really good um, sheriff deal with this one time in in a situation where he was just getting it. It was a little over the top, kind of hammered. You know, right in public, right in front of every, all these people, and th- there was so much more to discuss and to talk about that mm. that couldn't be said in that moment. And he did a great job right after the meeting. He 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 actually went over to this person, and they got together and and hashed out uh, her concerns because mm. her concerns were real. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to minimize. We do not want to minimize our That's concerns. Right. right? No, no, no. Uh-uh. Um, it's just that we have we we need to make sure that we've got a a strategy yes for bringing this to the table in in public mm-hmm. in a way that um you don't lose credibility that boy you couldn't have put it better don't don't blow the credibility of those around you and, and your own credibility and your own right? credibility and and it, it, there are ways of holding accountable people to their answers without screaming back at them yeah 
In fact, very often the best way to hold them accountable to their answer when they fall for your question, which you have designed extremely well because you've been listening to this program and you know how to ask questions. So you you uh, you you design this perfect question and you let them answer it and then you just walk away from the answer. Let it hang in the air. All right, because there, if it's untrue, if you yell back, you liar, or if it's, you know, baseless, oh, yeah, blah, 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 if you yell back at them, sometimes it's best just to let their statement hang out there. And you've got it recorded, and you've got it written down, and someone's got it on video, and you go with it from there. So um, take an opportunity to um, peacefully get together with your representative, Andy Murr, at the Hill Country Republican Club meeting coming up on Tuesday, January 18th. We also, uh, let me see, you know what, we're running behind again. So, uh, Bob, let us take another short break here, and then we're going to come back and talk about a couple of other things happening. Y'all stay tuned. We are back. Thank you so much for staying tuned. It's uh, Monday, January 3rd of the year 2022. Man, that just even sounds weird to say. Uh, the legislature will not be meeting this year unless um, unless the governor calls us into special session. That special fourth session to that special get rid of fourth vaccine mandates. Vac- yeah, there is a list of about 30 uh reps and senators that have uh, signed a list uh, uh 30 of them that have signed up calling the governor to um call a special session on the vaccine mandates right um and uh it's got biederman uh, buckingham on it surprisingly it's amazing how she's jumping in and putting her name on all these things now, when, she did, when did she do that just read just it, uh, it was on today's list yeah okay She is uh, trying to get on everybody's good list. Now, if you tried to get her on a list like that during the session. Oh, no. It would never happen. Right. It would never happen. Listen, I've been checking that list for a while. I didn't even I'm I'm surprised she's on there right now because she did not have her name added to that list for the for well the longest time. Yeah. Yep, I know she's on there now with Bob Hall and one other senator mm-hmm. um, and about 27 representatives and going through them in alphabetical order. I get down to the M's and uh, there is no Murr on there. So I'm assuming Andrew Murr either just hasn't been invited to sign the list or doesn't want to sign, does not want to have a special session to bring the uh, gov- to bring our uh, state back into order. We don't know, but that would be a good question for Andy Murr. If you were to go see him on January 18th, why uh, does he not want uh, his name on that list? He, you know, he may just not know about it. I mean, it really could be. Let's, let's, let's be real careful. He may not know about that list. And so that's a good, you could bring it to his attention and ask him about that. Um, But uh, that is, uh, there's a lot of them out there, but we're still not having it. Um, we have on January 22nd of this, this January of this, that's this, that's, yeah. that's now. Okay. January 22nd, 
um, we have a training uh, seminar, all-day training for um, for uh, grassroots activists. It's going to be going on in Kerrville. There is a minimum student requirement. These guys come from Fredericksburg, Virginia, to hold these uh, events um, at almost no cost. Uh, right now, you can sign up to go to this uh, course. is $40.00. Um, if you sign, I think that's only good for another day or two, okay. um, and then it goes up to fifty dollars. But the pro- the point is that if we don't have the minimum number of folks signed up by the seventh, fourth, let's see, three, four, five, six, by this Friday, okay. if we don't have the minimum uh, signed up by this Friday, that class will be canceled. And it's not because I want to cancel it. It's not because Angela wants to cancel right. it. But it's because a whole bunch of people who are going to fly down from Fredericksburg, Virginia, with their briefcases, suitcases, and hanging bags, um, they're not going to come down here for seven uh, people, all right? And so it's uh, unless we get that class full and have it full by Friday, then uh, that will all get canceled, completely canceled. But it is January 22nd. You can go to the FredericksburgTeaParty.org website and find out about that training and get yep. signed up. You need to get signed up this week yes. or it will be canceled. It'll be it, in our email. That information will be in our email today. And it also went out in a special email last week, Matt. So real easy to find yeah. uh, the link to, you know, signing up and all that. Listen, we we haven't even we haven't had this kind of this quality of training in a long time, if ever, to be honest with you. We've been we we do what we do. Uh, we follow uh, l- larger uh, statewide organizations that help us with everything. But these people are going to really set us down and show us that if we want to be effective with our elected officials, we need to be feared by our elected officials. And that's, yeah. that's going to be that's an interesting uh, take on this. But I, I think they're going to show us that. And I get so many people, Matt, still asking me, how do I do this? What do we do? How do we change things? I don't think it can be changed. Well, they're going to show us it can be changed because if if you know if you know how to do it. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about it. I am too. Just the whole concept of uh, the the way they the heading on it is if you're not feared, you're not respected. Isn't that the term? Yeah. If you're not feared, Basically. you're not respected. Yeah. When it comes to your uh, elected officials, and I don't mean fear like. They're afraid you're going to jump them in the parking lot and take their purse or anything, right? I mean, not that kind of fear. Fear of losing their job because they're going to get uh, ousted out of office. Or fear that they're, that they're going to be held accountable. Right, that their name's going to be in an email somewhere saying they didn't do the job that you sent them there to do. Yeah. They, they don't want the bad optics, okay? Uh, and I and you know I both know we've been working with like Congressman Chip Roy since he got into office, and that man doesn't fear us. No, but um, he has been so good to communicate with us, to talk with us, to send us those private text messages so we can get the information out to our group, and that's what you want. Mm-hmm. That's where you're trying to go with this kind of training is to to develop that kind of relationship. Um, so fear may be kind of like the, the, the term fear used in the Bible. It's a, it's a healthy respect. Okay. It's a healthy respect. I so, like that. There yeah. we go. 
All right, so that is January 22nd, an all-day workshop. It'll include lunch, um, coffee, tea, all those kinds of things will be there. I believe it's going to start at 9 in the morning and wrap up like around 5. Add a few breaks and a break at lunch and a few breaks in the in the middle, and you're, you know, you're probably looking at four or five hours of, sure. of, of hanging out there, and it's going to be at the Y.O., in uh, Kerrville, at oh, the, yeah. and and so you know it'll be comfortable. You Love know the parking, the and you know the parking will be just fine. Oh, yeah, everything's going to be great. I imagine that the bar will be open at about the same time the class gets out. <laughs> I don't know yeah. about that bar, but Angela has told me <laughs> about the bar at the Y.O. Hotel. Do they it's make a, a decent a margarita net- there? Well, it's a great networking location. Is it? All right, it is. All right, there you go. Um, February fifth. February 5th, real excited about this. I will be, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and make a commitment to this. I am going to go to the Capitol on Saturday, February 5th. In fact, we may take a look at taking a van up there. Not too sure. We'll have to get some feelers out in Kerrville. If anybody in Kerrville wants to organize a van or, or rent a van for the Save Texas rally at the Capitol, be looking into that now. It doesn't take much to rent a van and put uh, 8 or 10 or 12, however size of van sure. you can get, and fill it up and split the costs. Um, it's not that big a deal, and you can get some of those folks who would like to go to a rally but hate Austin or hate the traffic or hate the driving in the morning <laughs> or whatever it is. That's a good way to do that. And you've got plenty of time right now. You've got a month. That's uh, February the 5th savetexasrally.com I've been getting a lot of emails on that from a lot of people that I that I didn't even know were affiliated with this mm-hmm. uh, rally so this is going to be a good one I'm looking forward to that it's going to be from 1 to 4 at the Capitol the speakers that are lined up are uh, just uh, it's a great lineup of speakers and I'm sure that will grow and just get larger uh, the closer we get to that but uh See if you can't figure that out. I'll we'll uh, try to do what we can out of Fredericksburg. Maybe get a van going, and um, if you can, guys, uh, our Kerrville friends can pull something like that. It would be great. In fact, every time we rent a van, where do we come to pick the van up? Kerrville. Kerrville. So <laughs> this is where we get our van uh, when we uh, do this. So a um, lot of things going on this coming new year. It, it it's time to get engaged. I spoke last week, um, I believe we, uh, it was the Tuesday program and we replayed it on Thursday, I believe, and it was talking about the importance of the foundations, uh, the Constitution being the foundation, being the pillars that hold this country up and how quickly and easily and without much thought at all, we are surrendering freely our god-given rights to a tyrannical government yes yes we are and and on matt i talk to people all the time i don't think they quite understand the fact what you just said they're surrendering it they're just giving it away Mm -hmm. and are going to wake up someday and ask the question how did this happen well really it's going to land squarely on their shoulders they gave it away and not only are we giving it away, we don't want to talk about it. We don't want to fight with our friends. Mm-hmm. We don't want to get into a fight with our family and our friends. And so we keep it all to ourselves while it while it gets trampled. Yeah. The the opportunity to stand up is now. 
Listen, I was flipping through, oh, how's it when you go on Netflix and you land, you're, you're doing the scanning and, and you land on one program and, and it gives you the little, the pre-play or something. Well, all, for some reason, I get all these suggested programming of, of uh, socialist and uh, Marxist <laughs> countries and, and, and survivors of socialism and survivors of communism. One of the things they say over and over and over again, and, and we started hearing this uh, when it had to do with World War II, and now we're hearing it out of coming out of countries like Romania and, and some of the Eastern European countries, and we're hearing it come out uh, from Chinese dissidents. We're hearing it come out from, from people not just we don't have to go back to Nazis in World War II. There's so many other examples, and one of the, the things that is completely, absolutely constant, every one of these single stories, is the survivors will say, it didn't happen all at once. Mm -hmm. It happened one little thing at a time. And so whoever it is, the tyrannical power will say, now... We, we, we need you guys, we need everybody to do this. And, and you would look at it and say, well, that's not that big a deal. I can, I, can, I can give that up. That's just a little tiny thing. How many people when the mask mandates came out and said, they said to you, Angela, it's not that big a deal. Just so you put well, the mask on when you go into the grocery store. Well, thankfully not, not too many. I probably would have slapped somebody. <laughs> <laughs> because it, I did keep my sanity when I heard it the, the several times that I did. Yeah. You know. And and so, but one of the things that is consistent of all of these survivors of socialism, communism, of of, of Marxism, of, of of the Nazis, all of these things that had in common was this idea that the rules, the regulations, the laws, the tyranny that came down came down little tiny mm -hmm. steps at a time. I think we have somehow fantasized that the tyrannical takeover of this country is going to be jackbooted soldiers going down Main Street. And see, when, when, that, when, 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 you, when that's the picture that's painted, yes. what, what does everybody, everybody says, well, I'll be ready, I'll, 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 be, I'll, I'll be fighting them off then. Sure. And that's, where, that's, the, that, that's the attitude I think people get. But at the same time, they are slowly giving up their rights. Now you can't find the you can't find fight the airlines. You got you got mandates coming down from the airlines, mm -hmm. right? But yeah. you can choose not to fly. You can't. Uh, how do we fight these things, Angela? These little things at a time. We do it through electing new representatives. I think is part of it. Sure, and and if you don't listen. You know, the Tea Party um, has always told people we are policy driven. Mm -hmm. If you are following uh, the policies and uh, what's coming out of Austin and you're not if, if you're following those things, you now know what's right and what's wrong, what's coming out of there. That's right. What's coming out of there. That's wrong. If you don't know those things, you really don't know what to look for in the, the during the campaign cycle. You know, some guy gets up, he tells you he's a genuine conservative, and uh, I fought really hard to get, I don't know. Voter. Voter integrity. Voter integrity, yeah, just as <laughs> you know, an example. But if you, don't, if you don't know how that really went down in Austin and the fact that we actually lost, uh, we actually weakened 
our voter laws as they stood, then mm-hmm. you might think he's an okay guy. Right. You know, but the fact is, um, if you know good policy, you'll know what to look for in these politi- in these in these politicians, if you will. And then you'll start looking for statesmen. Yeah. To run Absolutely. or, or to, to, to elect. Um, folks, we need to take uh, another short break and uh, we will be right back and uh, wrap this up. Y'all stay tuned. Thank you so much for staying tuned, and uh, thank you, God, for keeping my voice uh, here today during the program. Yeah, no so, kidding. That drank a lot of uh, hot lemonade with honey in it here. Um, so the biggest battle I think a lot of conservatives have is, uh, especially right now, is a battle within ourselves, and that battle is this is a new behavior required of me um as a conservative um i have been basically being the nice guy hanging out being there um i'm trying to come up with my train of thought here the the biggest battle is within ourselves which means i have to change my mind within myself about how i've been the tactics that have been useful to me in the past. The tactics that have been useful to the to the uh, conservative in the past are now tactics that are really no longer useful. And so the tactics we need to be using now as conservative, we need to get out of ourselves. Our message needs to go beyond just us. We, each individual conservative, needs to be talking to someone else who is a Republican. Notice I'm I'm separating the two, Mm -hmm. all right? We've got conservatives and we have Republicans. We have the establishment Republicans in the state of Texas who absolutely do not like the new conservative movement or the conservatives in their ranks because it's messing up the order of everything they had it in such... They had their room clean and everything all straightened up, and then their little punk cousin, conservative cousins, come running in, and they just tear the room up, and they're they're not happy with us. But we're trying to help this Republican Party who is slowly giving away their power by just giving in and giving out all through every little line because they think, and this is what's worked in the past, We will appease them just a little bit, those liberals, the Democrats. We'll give them a little bit, and then they'll be nice to us. And and they have been falling for this line. It's Lucy and the football, you know. It's, uh, no, they're they're not even going to bring the football to the field anymore. You're going to be Charlie Brown standing out there looking around for the foot. And Lucy's not even there. She's taking her ball and gone, right? And so... The biggest battle we have is going to be within ourselves, that we have to decide as conservatives that we're going to have to change our tactics and that we're not too retired to change our tactics. We're not too old to change our tactics. Look around and tell you what, just just put your fist right above your head and do a little knock into the air. Unless you're hitting the, the, the casket, 
All right, it's not too late. If you if you if you're hearing something like that, then it's a little too late. Okay, no, it's not too late. You're still here. You need to convince the, your fellow Republicans who have been unplugged for a long time, just like you and I were unplugged. Sure. You need to convince them to plug back in, and you need to be talking to them about the importance of the, let's just start with the Bill of Rights. Just start with the Bill of Rights. Can we agree to that? And if we can agree to the Bill of Rights, all right, and, and if we believe the Bill of Rights is what it is, then we can look back at the last year and a half or two years in the state of Texas mm -hmm. What's happened to the Bill of the Rights in the last two years in Texas? Yeah, they've been trashed. It's been shredded. Shredded, yeah. Not only, and, and we say, we used plural there because we have two Bills of Rights here in Texas. We have the Bill of Rights that came mm -hmm. from our founding of the country, the first ten amendments to the U.S. Constitution, and then the state of Texas has a Bill of Rights. It's called Article One mm -hmm. of the Texas Constitution. It is known as the Bill of Rights. If 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 uh, if you can get with one of your Republican friends, or as Lorraine says, reach across the aisle. If you can get with one of your friends, and oh bless your heart, Lorraine, and pull out that <laughs> Bill of Rights. All you got. If we can agree on the Bill of Rights, then we have a conversation. Sure. If we can agree on the Bill of Rights, we have a conversation. If your Republicans say that they agree with the Bill of Rights then just open the First Amendment. That's the one you have in your pocket, right, the U.S. Constitution. Open that up, page one, and say, so the five rights guaranteed in the First, the first the Amendment. First Amendment. Yes. Where do you stand on these? Is it okay? Do you as a Republican, do you as a, quote, conservative, think it's okay for the government tell you that you're not allowed to peaceably assemble? Do you think that's okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and and this is where our conversation needs to start. And and I'm going to keep pounding on this. And you may, you know, there he goes again. Own the Constitution, but we must start with that because that is what holds up our society. And that's our foundation, Matt. If we're not building off that foundation, what are we building off of? And so, any discussions we have about these incumbents coming up. Uh, about elections coming up center it on the constitution mm -hmm. center it on the bill of rights we have to agree on the bill of rights if we don't agree on the bill of rights we don't we no longer exist mm -hmm. we, we cease to exist and so we need to get to that point where we where we can agree on the bill of rights and work from there I'm going to circle. I'm going to circle back. I'm going to come back to where I started is the biggest battle is within ourselves because we are going to have to get out of our comfort zone. We're going to have to get out of the our patterns that we've lived for 60 or 70 years in many cases of being good conservatives without having to do much. Now is the time. Now is the time. Yes. Start now. Start fresh. Start fresh. Come up now. Read the Bill of Rights. <laughs> I know it sounds dumb, but just read it. And and if you don't, if you agree that this is what the country is based upon, then we need to start standing up and making sure that all of our representatives and everybody we elect from the city council on up, when they swear an oath to not only uphold 
but defend the Constitution. <laughs> That's what they're talking about. They're, that is defending the Bill of Rights. And to defend something doesn't mean you just, you know, you, you, you give it passing, you know, accolades. It means you stand up and fight for it. Defending something doesn't mean you hide from it. Right. It means you get yeah. out and you fight for That's it. That's right. Folks, y'all stay tuned for Lorraine. She's sitting right here, got her happy face all on, and can't wait to get to work. We'll see y'all tomorrow.